Hey there, welcome to the Hatter's Effect. I am Rory, and I'm here with my great friend, April Trueblood. We're coming to you from the heart of Buxton at the Swell Gallery. That's right. We are in our second episode of the show, and we are cranking our way through the Outer Banks bucket list, talking about things that we've done uh, during our time on the island and things we want to do. Right. So let's dive back in. Sounds good. Let's do it. Have you ever camped at one of the MPS campsites? I can't say I have. I go to the Frisco campground all the time and the, the sites look gorgeous and it looks like a great place to camp. Do you go back there to, to walk for exercise? I do, I go back there. A run. A run, a you walk, run. any sort of striding activity. Right, <laughs> it's a popular spot for that on account of it's like the one hill in town. It's one hill and just amazing views. Mm -hmm. And with the elevation, um, if you get one of those campsites right up on top there in the back, you can just see, You can. what's great is you see ospreys all day scooping fish out of the water flying up over your head. I mean, where else do you get that? Oh, well, at my house. You get that? Yeah, but that that doesn't matter. Can I camp at your house? You can. I'm not going to. Tent camping, yeah, but you can't bring a camper. We'll get in trouble with the HOA. That's true. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that sounds like a great place to stay. In fact, our yard, if I could rent our yard as a camper, I would want to stay in our yard too. But anyway, it just sounds like it's a lot like the MPS campground minus the ocean. Minus the ocean, yeah. and yours isn't, your place isn't so hilly, is it? It's not very hilly, no. No hillies. No hills. No, no hills. hills. <laughs> we do have those large uh, yards, yard crawled ads, the ones that mud, mud bugs they're called, I guess. So they <laughs> they live in the yard instead of down in the water. So they're crawdads? Yeah, they are huge. Uh -huh. They look like small lobsters. Okay, you, you you beat me to it because I think good to eat. I've heard they are. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yard crawdads are good <laughs> yeah. to eat. <laughs> yep. You just grill them up. You just have, you know steam them just like you would a regular crawdad. My goodness. Or shrimp or. Listen, if you see any crawdads, you gotta scoop them up and freeze them. I don't know, man. Do you really see them often? Uh, just every once in a while. Sometimes, like one night I saw two in one night. So no, Whoa. it's not just one random one that I see over and over. <laughs> <laughs> like the alligator on the Alligator River. It was yeah. just the same one again. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm objective. I wasn't just thinking it was the same one for just no reason. <laughs> <laughs> it was, the reason was that you didn't see two of them. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, that could lead into... Um, number 34 here, enjoy a family-style seafood boil. <laughs> okay. Have you um, done that? No. A family-style seafood know, like, boil? Like a low-country seafood boil. I mean, I, I've been to them. You yes, have. I have, yeah. You've interviewed, it said here, uh, enjoy a family-style seafood. Did yeah. you enjoy it? Yeah, I just, I just didn't have my family. But other than that, yes. But the style of it was still family-style? Is that where it's just so all kind the, of dumped out on the table? Yeah, so yeah. anyone who doesn't know, that's at least... On Hatters, how it tends to be is maybe put newspapers or some uh, brown paper. Yeah. Any kind of paper. Paper bags. Torn Waste. up paper bags <laughs> yeah. from Food Lion. <laughs> yeah, so that works well, too. And then you just dump uh, your seafood boil over it, which usually consists of 
corn, mm-hmm. taters, taters, shrimp. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's uh, sausage in uh, there. Some people, although I've heard, I, I whenever I've had it, it's generally had some sausage in it. But I've also heard some natives say, "Oh no, no, right, you don't want to do that. That's going to spoil. You're going to lose a lot of flavor of the seafood by doing that." Yeah, you're going to be tasting another animal. You have more. to get the pig in there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the real joy of it is the visceral aspect of just diving in with both hands, no plates, no napkins, no forks, no nothing, and just getting that mess all over your face and hands and all over the table and everywhere. Another of the joys of it is all that butter. Yes. (laughs) Tons of melted butter. That sounds nice. Yeah. I want to pretend that I haven't had one so that we can check, make it one of the things that we do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we should still do it. Maybe we should ask. There's the Hatteras Island Seafood Boil Company. Did you know about that? No. Operated by Zach Watson. That's his thing. Oh, yes. Well, I didn't know that was the name of his company. Yeah. But Zach and Trisha, both, the, I think. Yeah. That's awesome. The, the last time I had one, it was one of theirs. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. The last time I had a Low Country Boil, it, it was a Zach Watson Low Country Boil, Zach and Trisha. And it was at a wedding. And it was amazing. And it was in Avon. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I think, so with Low Country, I also like that name because it sounds a little like we're saying, like we're saying Low Country because that means like close to sea level, right? Mm-hmm. But it also smacks of like trailer trash a little bit to yeah. me, which I like, you know yeah. what I mean? Really diving I mean, we're that. eating off paper. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, you can, if you're smoking a cigarette, you can just ash right on the boil. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's that kind of vibe. <laughs> Right into the butter. Right into the butter. <laughs> Whatever you need to do. All bets are off with a, with a low country boil. Totally. And then at the end, <laughs> whatever two people are the drunkest, they wrestle in the remnants of the butter and the shells and all that sort of. Um, and the winner <laughs> gets to keep. Uh, an infection. The winner gets an infection. <laughs> the winner, a, a yard crawdad infection. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we have to plan it, and it has to go exactly that way. Uh, number 59, drive across the new bridge over Oregon Inlet. Have you done that? Yeah, I've, I've done that a couple times, yeah. Do you remember the first time you did it? Yeah. How was it? I thought it was pretty cool. Like, w- when we were watching it being built, it seemed like it was so high up in the air that it was going to be a little scary in a way. Looking up at it, it made me feel nervous. Mm-hmm. But driving on it, it didn't seem that high. I mean, it just seemed wonderfully high. It was. It is wonderfully high. Yes. I think it's a fun and exhilarating experience. Yeah. I noticed uh, when I was first approaching it uh, from the Hatteras end, you could see how it kind of uh, curves back and forth like a snake. Oh. I don't know if you've ever noticed the way it, it elevates on one side and goes down and then comes back up. Have you noticed? Like snakes do. Like snakes do. If they're in a valley. <laughs> or, or, lay, or laying on a bridge. <laughs> laying on a bridge. <laughs> um, I saw, or the second time, so the first time I wrote it, it was on the way to the movies up the beach, and we went and saw Blade Runner 2049, which I love. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> but on the way back, I was in such, like, it was nighttime, and uh, I was in, like, such a sci-fi vibe that, 
I felt like I was flying, like in a flying car, because there are flying cars in that film. And so like I totally had this sort of out of body experiences because <laughs> all the cranes were still like high in the air and they had flashing yeah. lights all over them. So I felt like I was on some sort of yeah. back to the future skyway instead of actually being on the bridge. Yes. And I'll never forget that. Yeah. Was and it uh, what time of day? It was late. It was like 1130 at night. Gotcha. So all you could really see was like bridge and then crane lights. Yeah. And it helped me fulfill the fantasy that, you know, I am Ryan Gosling. <laughs> you know who would find that absurd? Ryan Gosling. <laughs> apparently. Oh, I was thinking everybody but Ryan Gosling. <laughs> no, apparently he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand why people think that way of him. Oh, he doesn't understand his own appeal? Mm -mm. That's part of his charm. Yeah, yeah. It made me like him more. Mm -hmm. I mean, whereas before I thought he was, you know, he was all right. But then... What about before, do you mean whenever he was on the Mickey Mouse Club? Uh, no. What movies did I see him in? Lars and the Real Girl? Oh, bless him. He was great in that. <laughs> he was great. Oh, yeah. But I didn't look at him and go, now that is a hottie right there. The guy, the guy with the blow-up doll. And the mustache. And the mustache. <laughs> and the brown vest. Yeah. I mean, it took a while for his appeal to hit me. And even now, I just think he's he's just this, this guy, you know? He's yeah. He's a regular guy. Uh-huh. Uh uh-huh. Have you had uh, Kill Devil Rum? Is that on here? Yeah. What number is that? 12. Number 12, sample local Kill Devil Rum. I've sampled it. Uh, yeah, they sell it at some restaurants down here, and I've had maybe like one or two drinks that have it, and it's good. I think the Low Country Boil Oof. and the sampling of the Kill Devil Spirits can go together very nicely. What was your favorite way to enjoy rum? Uh, well, I'm not really that much of a rum drinker, although I did have a dark and stormy recently, and it was right. delightful. That is, that's a good one. The first time I ever really drank anything other than beer, it was probably rum. And I was sipping it like a lady out of a shot glass, and I was knitting at the same time. You were knitting and sipping rum the yeah. first time you had it? Yeah. And after... It was just one of those days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And after, you know, after about 15 minutes or so, I couldn't see what I was knitting. <laughs> I had to keep moving it away from my eyes and then back closer to my eyes. Gotcha. And then, so you got hammered knitting. Yeah. Well, I was some... never really a big drinker, so it didn't take a lot. Were you a big knitter? Yeah, I knitted a lot. Do you still knit? Occasionally. Do you still knit drunk? Uh, I, I don't, but I still think that's probably the best way to do it. Uh, you don't get the best results that way, but, but the it's time enjoyable. Passes. Yeah. Especially if you uh, put on Blade Runner 2049. Probably an entertaining combo, although you may end up with like a really ugly scarf or whatever you're knitting. Yeah. But the Gosling experience would eclipse any sort of dissatisfaction with the scarf, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the knitting kind of keeps you in this dimension, but the movie, I feel like it really like takes you someplace else. Not like a location. No. But someplace else. You might not want to leave that in there either. Because <laughs> now I just sound like an idiot. <laughs> oh, no. Don't tell yourself that. You sounded like an idiot the whole time. <laughs> not, not just now. Oh, thank goodness. I'm just kidding. I love consistency. Let's talk about the last thing we left off on last week, which was you said... Um, that you think we should make an OBX playlist. We totally should. Okay. And so I've started one on Spotify. Okay. 
I've used some of your contributions. Um, I can just sort of run it down. But I was thinking that we could talk about the songs and why. Okay. Also, anyone else who wants to contribute, where they think that we could like let it grow. And, Absolutely. And if anyone wants to be like, this is one of my songs that I love to listen to, like most particularly, I think the Hatter's playlist is like what you listen to, like when you finally make that turn and you're coming over the bridge and on the island, that's when you really kick the playlist on, right? Yeah, it does not really even have to be specifically beach themed. It doesn't have to be beach music. No, it's just the one song. You know, and for me, several of these are not so much about their beachiness, but they're songs that I had never heard before I moved here, even though the songs had existed for a while. And part, part of that is because I listened to a lot of 99.1, The Sound, oh. which is like a great radio station. It is and, a great radio station. And it introduced me to a lot of songs that I had never heard before. That is pretty interesting. I feel like you outside of even what 99.1 plays, I feel like you have a pretty like broad range of- I thought I knew a lot about music, music but 99.1 99 <laughs> said- Sit down, son. Let sit. me tell you some more, some <laughs> more songs you can listen to. Absolutely. And many of those times were while like driving to the, back to Hatteras Island, right? And driving down the stretch. Yeah. What are you looking at? Uh, just uh, contributions that others made to this oh, cool. text. I, I only got a couple, actually. Yeah, right. I only got a couple. One Let, of them, yeah. Let's, let's start with our own, and then we'll talk about the contributions that we have gotten from friends so far. Okay. I'll go first. Do you, do you have the stuff that we exchanged? Do you have it at your end? Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, Fisherman's Blues by the Water Boys. And that's one of the ones that, well, yes, it is about the, this region in the sense that it's about fishing, but I did not hear it before I moved here and I heard it on 99.1 The Sound. And it's and the Water the, Boys. And it's the Water Boys. Yeah. And just had one of those moments of like, you know, just an ecstatic moment of joy on the island. And it, I definitely associate it. And mm -hmm. I've played the song with, I still do play the song with a lot of musician friends as well. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's fun. Yeah. You know, you you know the song, right? Yeah. You ever play it? No, and I've never heard you play it, but I'd like to. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. So next time, bring your guitar. I want to record. Actually, Mark Skelton does a great rendition of it. Oh, does he? I'll record us doing it. Okay. Is it on one of his church mouse recordings? Don't know. Could be. Gotcha. All right, go ahead. All right, well, I felt like the songs <laughs> that I was picking at first were all a little too just obvious because one of the first ones I thought of was Good Vibrations. And the thing is- Because it's by the Beach Boys. That's why you think it's a little yeah, obvious. Yeah. Okay. But really the reason I think of it is because um, I used to uh, go to Rodanthe uh, with my family um, in the 70s and 80s. And I was quite young then, and uh, we had this old brown radio with the little, you know, you spin the little wheel to make the dial move. And in was, the car? No, this oh. was in the in, in our in our cottage, yeah. which okay. had like like n nothing in it, no <laughs> no air conditioning. Well, nobody had air conditioning, no washer, no dryer, nothing like that. It was just a, like bare little cottage. We had that little brown radio, and I just remember uh, the only station we could really get was. W-O-B-R, Wanchies. Whoa, W-O-B-R, <laughs> Wanchies. Nice. Yeah. And they yeah. sent some good vibrations at you? Yeah, well, they were playing songs like that. What, and was it like an oldie station? Or uh, just like eclectic? 
just watching. I don't these. really know what it was. I was I was too young to know really. It was the, the first time I ever heard the song "Live and Let Die," and I think that song was already kind of old by the time I heard it. Uh, the so they must, Paul McCartney version. Yeah, yeah, ah. yeah. And so uh, um, I think probably they were just playing a kind of like uh, ninety nine. Is it the same station actually? I don't know. I'm gonna have to look into that. But it was it was good. Uh, it, it did seem to play just stuff all over the board, but yeah. I have uh, very hazy pictures in my mind of the beach in Rodanthe. And um, every once in a while, Carol Busby will post a photo from like the 70s of like all these people who get together to surf down here. And just the quality of the photo, how it's a little bit hazy, mm -hmm. just a little bit grainy. Like to me, that's what my memories are like from that time. <laughs> and I, for like totally, I'm not even trying to be funny. No. And, um, and, uh, good vibrations is just one of those songs I would hear and I associate it with those memories yeah. and I get that nostalgic feeling. Right. So it's a beautiful song. It's a great song. God only knows what we do without that song. <laughs> 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 All right. I got I put on um I think I only added a total of three to this. Um I the second one though is uh clam rake. Yeah. Um, and it's, well, the, I know it by Katie Mitchell, who is a, a resident of Okokoke. Yes. Island. Is it, um, was it a cover? I looked it up. It was a cover by um, a man who's passed away named Russell Newell. I don't know much about him. Ah. Um, maybe you do. Well, um, I know some Newells on Okokoke. That must yeah. be his family. Yeah, I got that impression as well. But uh, I guess that was his song and was well-known, and Katie wanted to cover it, and does an awesome version on this particular playlist. And the part of that, I mean, I love the song. Mm -hmm. It's very good, and all, all of Katie's stuff is great, too. Yes. Um, but on the song, at the beginning, you can hear Lou Castro and some of the other members, other musicians, sort of um, bantering for a quick moment, and I'm glad they included that. Yeah, that's great. Well, speaking of Lou, Lou made a contribution. Oh yeah. To our playlist. And it was? Fish and Whistle by John Prine. Oh man. Do you know that song pretty well? I uh, know it pretty well, yeah. I don't know that John Prine song. You don't know it? No. Oh, it's fun. It's a catchy tune. Similar to Clam Rake and its catchiness, I would say. <laughs> Is it clever? It's as, clever. As catchy. all John Prine songs yes, tend indeed. to be. All right. Oh yeah, you gotta check that one out. Um I see also you, you added um, Cake by the Ocean. <laughs> that was sort of, uh, you know. Facetious? Yeah. I, I listened to it, I liked it a lot, but then as I was adding it to the playlist, I saw that there was a kids bop version of oh, it. Oh, please, let's do that it one. It is superior. Yeah, let's do it. It is like, it adds the, the kids' voices <laughs> perfect the aesthetic of that song. I just love the idea of Cake by the Ocean. But when I watched the video, I was like, these guys think they're really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they are. I, I, I think they I probably tell. are. I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't see coolness. That you don't know? No. no, it's like... Um, when you look in the mirror, you don't see coolness. I'm very progressive-minded. Everyone, no one, no nerdiness or coolness. I just see everyone the same. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> no, I just am so uncool that I can't even tell when someone actually is cool. Ah, uh, I don't think that's it. <laughs> but anyways, cool song, cool addition. And I can see it, like, when you're on the stretch by P Island, just, like, diving into that yeah. and getting lost a little bit. You'd be good. Yeah. 
What else you got on here? Well, hey, I just um I just pulled up Fish and Whistle, the lyrics. Yeah. You want me to just read just a little bit of it? Okay, go ahead. Um, Father, forgive us for what we must do. You forgive us. And we'll we'll forgive, forgive you. you. We'll forgive each other till we both turn blue. Then we'll whistle and go fishing in heaven. It's very nice. Yeah. And then, of course, <laughs> like fish and whistle, whistle and fish. It's fun. <laughs> yep. Eat everything that they put on your dish. The one that I added that I didn't tell you about yet is um, Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. <laughs> That's a good one. You know that song? Um, yes, I remember it from when I was a kid. Yeah, I was hanging out with some friends the other night, and everyone was, like, listening to funky dance music and kind of, like, paying attention and, like, just sort of chatting. And then I, like, sneakily stuck Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini <laughs> on and everyone just like stopped what they were doing and started singing along like right when she's like two three four tell the people what she wore everyone went it was a and they were on board so i think that song still it still holds up yeah uh, yeah remarkably yeah yeah good art has <laughs> autonomous transcendent and universal qualities i learned that in uh, my freshman art history class. It sounds like the kind of things you would learn in freshman art history yeah. class. Yeah, well, that song has autonomous, transcendent, and universal qualities yes. that make it still stand up today. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, I wonder what they considered to be Itsy Bitsy and Teeny Weeny when it came to bikinis yeah. at the time that song was written. Yeah. Because I think we've topped it. I think so. <laughs> we've untopped it. Oh. <laughs> thank you. Thank what you. What else you got? Well, I thought another obvious one was uh, Summertime by Mungo Jerry. Hmm. Very, very obvious. Yeah. To the extent that I'm like, come on now, it's too obvious. If it wasn't such a great song. I think if he were singing other words besides In the Summertime, the way the song sounds. It would still work. It, it just fits. If, if he didn't sing anything. If it was called Wintertime Blues. <laughs> In the Wintertime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And his, I mean, presumably, I've never listened to any of Mungo Jerry's other work, personally. Me either. But I can only assume it must be decent. Yeah, I didn't realize Mungo Jerry was British. Oh, you got me there, too. And they had some hits in Britain. Okay. Yeah, I just had another person chime in with a song. Oh, what is it? Uh, Marcy Brenner. Yeah. Uh, she just suggested a song that she wrote called Joe Bell Flowers. Oh, Yeah. That is a lovely song. It is a lovely song. That's a great one. It's on Spotify. We'll add it. We'll have to see. Yeah. Um, it's one of, I think, probably of all the people who love uh, Marcy and Lou, Coyote. Uh, that's one of their favorite songs. Sure. And theirs. if you love the region, the Joe Bell Flower certainly is yes. an icon of the area. Yes. I heard that, I read in a site that I can no longer find, that the Native Americans used to imbibe the black centers of the Joe Bell flower and have a hallucination. Uh, have you tried it? You Maybe know, I did. You should try <laughs> Maybe I didn't. it while you're watching Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> <laughs> and knitting. And knitting. Yeah. A little rum on the side. Oh yeah, that would be good. That would be maybe too too transcendent. And then our friend Jennifer had a contribution as well, right? She did, yes. She suggested Lips Like Sugar by Echo and the Bunnymen. Mm. Although um, I haven't had a chance to ask her what the connection is. But, oh, yeah, we'll figure it out. But it's, you know, I feel like it's it's one of those songs that makes you feel like you're traveling if you get lost in it. Echo and the Bunnymen, classic. 
Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Right on. And um, if anyone has any contributions, they can just send them in and say why. And we can say whether we love it or not and add it to the list. That's oh, right. I have a feeling we'll love it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, um, I like almost everything. <laughs> really? <laughs> On some level. With music, you mean? Yeah, music. Oh, gotcha. Speaking of liking almost everything, let's look at this one. Number 40. Relax with a facial or body massage. Uh-huh, I've done all that. You've done that. Oh, yeah. That's your OBX. You check that one right off. Yeah. I've never had a facial. It's nice. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. You can understand it as a man that that doesn't it's like why would available you? to me. Well, I can see why it would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't really look any different afterwards. It's, it's not, oh, so it's it's just not cosmetic so much. Okay, so the saying that men don't deserve to have the feeling of I'm a facial. Saying men deserve only to have the feeling of the facial. They don't need to have their wrinkles softened or anything like that. <laughs> I've got soft wrinkles. Men already, do just though. fine with wrinkles. Do we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nobody cares if men have wrinkles. We don't have to soften them up. No. I'm not, them be. You know, I don't really remember like what I was going for with getting the facials, except, you know, I had a friend who did them. And yeah. so she was like about once a month she would she would give me a facial. And it was mainly just lay there, relax, and then she put all these Chinese herbs on my and face. some smells, yeah, a lot of smells. Yeah, lots of good smells. Mm. A lot of things were things she mixed up with, you know, fresh produce, you know, recipes for your skin <laughs> with fresh produce. Right, like avocados? I don't remember her using avocados. Oranges? I don't remember. Kiwi? Nope. Cucumber? Nope. Tomato? <laughs> nope. I think uh, that would burn. Like, uh, yeah, I think it would burn too. I was just at the end of my rope here. Uh, mangoes? <laughs> no, I, I think I remember her using blueberries. I remember honey, uh, coffee. Uh, coffee is supposed to be really good for your skin. I don't know. Okay. Because I, you know, I just don't know. But it, it was all just very pleasant. So I was like, put whatever you want up there. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Here's a toughie. Number 53, and this is like a, sort of an M. Night Shyamalan twist for the OBX bucket list. Go phone free for one day. I can do it. That is a tacit admission that you have not yet done it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I probably have maybe like my phone was broken, and so I just like used my computer instead, but I would say that that doesn't really count. You need to have like an intentional disconnecting, right? Right. Well, I think I went off someplace and forgot my phone once. That's about as close as I've ever come. I'm not far away from that as well, but I can understand why it should be on the OBX bucket list. Yes. Because this is a place where you disconnect, yeah. right? Yeah. You get away from it. Yeah, it's really hard to be present in a place when you're looking at your phone all the time. It's true. Or even... Um, like you're at the beach and you want to show that you're so relaxed and so you film the beach the whole time. And yeah. it's like, uh, how much have you really yeah. had the present experience? You work really hard to take selfies of yourself looking like you're just having a great time. <laughs> Which is fun in itself. I, I mean, mean it's, it's fun, but then like in every other one, you're like, oh, no, I look no, too let's fat. Try again. <laughs> oh, look, you can see my wrinkles. Uh, uh, no, my hair's doing something weird. It's yeah, let me go get a facial, then I'll try again. Yeah, it's a lot of work. You need a facial and a massage after that. And maybe that would be a good day to go phone free on like a spa day. Yeah. Especially if you had like a friend to chat it up with. Yeah. Throw a mani-pedi, a facial, and then. Uh, yeah. Just a, a Thai foot massage, which you can 
you can get it in touch. Danya does uh, Thai foot massages. Nice. Okay, so I had a bunch of gift certificates saved up one time, and in one day, I had a facial, a Thai foot massage, and a regular massage. Wow. Yeah, that's like three hours, three and a half hours. Did it feel like too much? Did like the Puritan side of you start to like self shame at any point? No, and I have a pretty strong Puritan side, <laughs> so it's surprising. Good. Well, that's great to hear that it didn't pipe up. No, no. Oh man, that sounds great. You know, the pressures of the summer get to you after a while, and every once in a while, you just got to do something crazy. Nice. <laughs> like blow all your gift certificates in one day. So what? Uh, on that bucket list, you should we do? We have to like we checked off the OBX playlist. We're checking it off officially. Yeah. And I'm even open to doing things we've already done before, just so we can talk about it. Yeah. But, um, what do you, What do you think? I know that you've got a busy life. You're a very important person. <laughs> I don't think that's Speaking right. Speaking of that, what let's what do you have going on? I'm presumed by the time this airs. I'll have an art gallery that's open and running. You have an open art gallery, the yeah. Swell Art Gallery yes. in Boston. Yes. Selling eclectic wares. Yes. Uh, lots of local artists, lots of fine art, lots of cleverly designed items, a bunch of sweet gifts. Sure. And some like tongue in cheek, sarcastic things. Yeah. Which yeah. I like too. I think I'm probably, you know, one of the quirkier shops on the island. Agreed. I, I enjoy. Um, it's like if Miserloo was a physical place. <laughs> Welcome. Our gallery Welcome to Miserloo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you could call the place that. It would sell too well. But yeah, Miserloo actually is kind of a good name for maybe like a, a sea, seafood restaurant or something like you that. You think so? Miserloo. Miserloo is a French <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> I don't know if that was how French people talk. <laughs> that was, that was, as far as I know, that's that was good. Is 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 bon, très bon. Um, you know, we could grab some binoculars and go bird watch at Pea oh, Island. Jesus Christ! And we could talk about how we don't know what any of these birds are. Oh, that sounds like a lot. Maybe in the fall. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. of flying a kite. Yes, flying a kite actually would be good. Fly a kite. Yep. Go fly a kite. <laughs> Where are we going to go? To the ocean? I guess it depends which way the wind's blowing. But that seems pertinent. Should we dress up like Orville and Wilbur? Oh, man. Where's 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 my costume consultant? <laughs> Is that, I think that's me. Oh, the you? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, you can do a little yoga, fly a kite. That'll tick off two or three things on this list. Yeah, but I think we just take it. Let's take it one at a time. So, you know. <laughs> Because what are we going to talk about once this list is over? Nothing. We'll be out of things to say. I, I think we'll be close to, we'll be in the nursing home by the time this list is over. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, and we'll keep on rolling with the bucket list. I don't know when or if we'll ever get through this. And maybe we'll decide what we want to talk about other things at a certain point. And it sounds like we already do. But uh, if you have any submissions for the Outer Blanks playlist, send it to us on our Instagram at Hatteras Effect. Check it out. I don't even know if you know about it yet. No. I'm <laughs> um, excited to hear about this. Yeah, shoot us a message on there and let us know what your songs are and we'll add them to the playlist and share um, the reasons and your submissions with everyone. What else uh, did, we, did we promise anything else that we're going to do? 
I don't remember promising I don't think so. anything. And stick around for evidence of us flying a kite. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm gonna draw it with crayons. April, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for joining me. Always a pleasure for me as well. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Say bye. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just waving. I know. Bye. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, you said bye super cute on the last one. I did? You go, mm, bye. Bye. That's good. That's my business bye. That's good. You, you should end with your business bye. Bye. Nice. <laughs>